So, <laughs> in the spirit of full disclosure <laughs> and open source and stuff, and open source and stuff, uh, you're listening. Oh, we just finished recording uh, the episode that you're about to hear. Yeah, we felt okay about it. We felt really good about it, but then realized uh, we we might have touched on some hot, but not hot, hot, not button, hot button but issues. Like, it's not. It's not current. It's, some we, sensitive topics, I guess. We didn't go full politically incorrect, but it will press certain buttons, yeah, I guess. Talking about like the digital divide and stuff. <laughs> and uh, post-colonial experiences of the third world. <laughs> yeah. And even languages. <laughs> hey, man. That, well, that's actually a nice part. But it was because yeah, we were a bit frustrated because our momentum was cut off. Because of... Slow internet connection. Slow internet connection to the country. You know, hell, we got a good episode out of it, I think. But with that in mind, uh, dear faithful fourteen listeners, we want you to—I don't know—understand. Not really understand. <laughs> our frustration. I, I don't um, know. if you still want to give it a listen, it's not going to be intense. We're not going to be cursing as sailor- sailors. It's very, you know, the casual banter that we always do. But we would like to hear if you have the same experiences, if you disagree with what we have said, or what I like to hear more is if you have certain solutions Yeah. of what we can do to improve our Linux lives in the third world. Holy shit, man. Third world Linux creating dialogue. <laughs> we'll be that bridge to the first world. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's pretty much, is that it? Yeah. Oh, and um, just as a little bit of fair warning, there isn't very much Linuxing going on. Like it's it's sort of off tangent, but then it's still sort of in that realm of mm-hmm. technology. So it's more of placing why third world is in third world Linux. <laughs> in a way, yeah. Stretching it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit longer than last year, and we're in sync. Yeah, dude. It's- that's because we're in actual meat space <laughs> yeah. in front of me. Hey, welcome out to Third World Linux episode 61. His name is Zhao and my name is AG and you're listening to Third World Linux where we discuss and talk about our Linux lives in the context of the third world. Speaking of which... <laughs> or our third world lives in the context of Linux. Huh. You know, that's, that, that's too much like everyday Linux. Love that. <laughs> I love that show. Um, yeah, anyway. Yes, we had, a, we had a great third world moment. <laughs> I wouldn't call it great. <laughs> well, a great example of the third, a third world, world moment. <laughs> yes. What was it? Okay, so we were supposed to do a review of Voyager OS, which is a part of our string of third world treatments that we've been doing. We did Peppermint. We did. We just finished Mate. Yeah. So we were supposed to do Voyager, but you know, <laughs> internet connections didn't yeah. exactly hold up. So, third world happens. Yeah, third world happens. That's, <laughs> That's a really good way. <laughs> we should make like a meme out of it. Third world happens. Um, wait, so yeah, we were supposed to do Peppermint. I don't know. We were supposed to do Voyager OS. But I wasn't able to get the ISO downloaded. Because. Be- because third world internet. Um, yeah. It was, I figured like, hey, maybe we can just download it overnight or whatever. But no. Still didn't work. <laughs> but, well... To, to be fair, to be fair to our internet connections here, like they're halfway decent. Uh, the internet connection that I have back home is is okay. Um, oh yeah, if, if you hear the ambient noise, we're recording this in a balcony <laughs> in a balcony in the heart of Metro Manila. Um, I'm not from Manila. I'm from Cebu, the southern well, middle, middle capital. <laughs> uh, not even a capital, dude. Like, we're, 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 it, it is a separate state. We aren't federal. So. All right, all right. It's a, it's, it's a pretty big but city I, somewhere like in the heart think, of the Philippines. Yeah, I'd like to think that it is also, say, one of our capital cities. There you go. All right, fine, if you want to call it <laughs> that. But but if we're being very technical about it, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the, the internet connection that we have, uh, that I have back home, is is better. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not great. It it isn't. It it's still like among the slowest in Asia. You know, I, I think we're faster than like Cambodia and Vietnam. Oh, Cambodia is surprisingly fast. Yeah, but then that's because like when you went to Cambodia, you were in the little touristy oh, area, yeah. right? Well, tech, like I'm yeah. sure you know. I, I'm sure the internet connections in some of our more in touristy Batambang areas, and like, <laughs> in the rural areas. Hmm. Like here, I'm, I'm sure if you end up going to like more touristy area. We put our best foot forward, man. Like, you give the biggest pipe to the tourist who's overpaying. (laughs) Right. And I'm I'm sure Cambodia is sort of the same way. Um, 
but yes, our internet connection back in Cebu, like the one at home is is pretty good. It isn't great, but then it isn't unusable. Yeah. Right? And um, the, the reason that I ended up with an unusable internet connection in Manila is because the condo that we're recording this in is shared by, like, the... Um, a company. <laughs> the company, right? Like, the company pays for this condo for, like, any of the employees that decide to come over. And um, being a company, they're like, <laughs> you know what? We want to get the most out of paying the least. So they got, like, a f- point five one two most likely yeah megabit connection like half a megabit so you know maybe i can download like a gigabyte overnight oops (laughs) (laughs) and how big is voyager it's about a gigabyte oh it's already a factor yeah because they have a lot more stuff in it yeah like they have a bunch of desktops they have but then again like desktop wallpaper it's third worldable about the size of the distro. <laughs> or is it the motion of the disc? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to a previous episode. So as you can probably tell, dear listener, we're freestyling this. <laughs> because we have to churn it out and we don't have a distro for you to review. Or for us to take a look at. But you know, we're having fun. And, and, and we just want to smile despite the agony. <laughs> yeah. Those, yeah. That's it. The company is like, as long as they can send out an email... It's the, the the requirement of an internet connection has been substantially complied with. <laughs> Sending videos, I say nay. <laughs> they can they can use their mobile connections because that's pretty much that, that's the infrastructure that they're trying to build out here, right? The mobile, yes. the the mobile infrastructure. If everyone's moving, like uh, the big big telco companies here are saying, "Ooh, we're making the move to mobile." The number of users on mobile outnumber those who are home-based and wired yeah. connections. Yeah, we're just gonna go for mobile and and price those things. The entry-level price to get those mobile internet connections are really low yeah. and very flexible, even. Yeah, actually, that's something that I find uh, really really very cool. trippy. Yeah, like something cool. that I find cool about the the, the pricing of um, the telco that I'm on. Is they have this, and I know the same is true in Singapore because yes. like um, Singtel is affiliated. Yeah, they they, they invested in this company. <laughs> so you know if if you, if you if if you know your telco, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if if you know your telco, you know. Did I? Yes. Either way, you get the idea. Um, it they have this thing where you prepay for a certain number of gigabytes then they charge you extra whenever you exceed per megabyte but then once you hit a certain amount they'll stop charging you but they won't throttle you um they call it's like anti-shock yeah anti-bill shock yeah because of you know you had those people that like, 30,000 pesos because of internet yeah because they left their um data connections overnight. on and stuff um, and and I really like that. Like I think that's really good. Uh, and 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 um, your price per megabit? No, not price per megabit. Your price per megabit is lower if you're on mobile. So let's let, let let's just say that every month you hit your maximum mm-hmm. um, the, the maximum that you're gonna yeah. that, that, that you can pay. It comes out cheaper per megabit than. Um, the wired plan with the same speed. Yes. So that's sort of the uh, situation that we're in here. The, the appeal is that just go and grab those mobile plans and then get something wired. Yeah. But then at the same time, that we have to contend with battery life and you have to contend with the fact that even though you have a maximum amount that you can pay, when it comes to your mobile data, that's still sort of out of reach in in, in, in a way. It's fifteen hundred pesos. How much is fifteen hundred pesos in like dollars? Twenty five dollars? Yeah, right. Thirty. Twenty five, thirty dollars, right? Which is US, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which Somebody is, in um, Singapore is like, ooh, it's thirty sing dollars <laughs> Yeah. Um in my case we have a wired connection at home. 
Mm. Which our provider recently, well, like after a year, they recently upgraded us. Before it was just one Mbps for around 999 pesos, a thousand pesos. It's around roughly 20-25 dollars. On LTE, I get something like fucking 20 megabits on my phone. Exactly. That's why <laughs> it's more appealing to get mobile. Yeah. But for me, I don't I don't use mobile all the time. And the signal at your house is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to go that because um my girlfriend the blessed heart salt of the earth charming woman that she is which I do things for love for is um she gave me the one of those wireless you know um clamshell type yeah, wireless yeah, like one of those um, modem for, like one of those modems. Huawei fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. 3G those, things which which is uh really inexpensive but it has um it's about 20 it's about 30 bucks right about 30 bucks and it's yours yeah The battery life is okay, but the speed of that thing is amazing. Yeah. Unless you're in my house. Because <laughs> um, I was I'm in an unfortunate residence where there's a sort of not a dead spot, like it's right off the edge of the antennas. Yeah, which is why you see that little e <laughs> on your phone. It's like edge. It's agonizing, but when I'm out and about and I use that, it's amazing. Mm. Like when I'm driving or traveling, even. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the infrastructure that we have here. But again, because it's uh, because it's wireless, it's in a way less reliable than our wired exactly. connections. And I can't afford to leave my phone at home to upload an episode of Third World Linux, <laughs> uh, to, to upload like a fucking video on YouTube, because I need my phone when I you know <laughs> doing things. Yeah, with your life. <laughs> I I'm I personally I know they want to move there because the phones are cheaper. Sometimes phones are built in 3G's and whatnot. Phones are cheaper and phones everybody has a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody has a house. Yeah, and we didn't have the uh what's it? And and a lot of the other parts of the world didn't have the luxury of uh fiber being overbuilt in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Uh And the thing is, even so, not even fiber, just the normal connections here. How the hell are you gonna put that, say, in the mountain provinces? Yeah, yeah. It's, But it's a lot easier put, yeah. to get like a, a cell tower there provided. Exactly. It's not being paid off by the communists. Yeah, the communists. We still have communists here. <laughs> the communists sometimes take over those cell towers, and then like hijack it. Yeah, what's it? It's 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 really, I I. I can sort of see why um, why cell service is kind of expensive because because of the amount of money that is involved in setting up a cell tower and just ma- and maintaining it even how are you gonna get an engineer to repair that something like yeah yeah well well first off you have to get the grease money done like yeah. <laughs> to, to get that permit you have to pay off like a mayor or something <laughs> a to, government official you have to pay off a number of government officials and once you have the thing set up you have the communists or the islamists or, or the islamic terrorists yeah that well more the communists because more they're known communists. for they're known for their revolutionary taxes <laughs> or the revolutionary taxes like if you don't pay your revolutionary tax we blow up your cell tower You know. Which happens a lot. Yeah, because because there's um because I'm not sure which company it is, but like they refuse to pay the revolutionary taxes. So, like their services a little bit weaker throughout the country. And to give a clue, it's a Spanish made. Uh, it's a Spanish owned company. Yeah, it's a Spanish owned company that has ties in Singapore. Well, yeah, they, 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 do they still have that policy though? Like they don't sell, uh, they, they don't. Well, they don't openly admit anymore yeah. because again, a bunch of their towers got blew up like a couple <laughs> of years ago, right? You heard those news, like, yeah. uh, and their press release was because we refused to give off the revolutionary taxes. Yeah, so there we go. I, this was, this is just pretty much us justifying why we don't have Voyager OS, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because I can't afford to, because because I can't afford to use my own data connection to download a gigabyte. <laughs> How many gigs is your connection? Is your limit? Uh, they they start they, it's, it's three gigs, but then again, if, if I if if I decide to run it 
um, if I decide to keep on running it, like I'm, I'm no, I you're gonna have, you're gonna pay fifteen hundred, yeah, fifteen hundred pesos, which is not easy money to come by in this country. Yeah, it's not easy money to come by as a young professional. Yeah, living in Cebu <laughs> because our salaries there are generally lower than the salaries here. Or even so, like a typical. Not postgraduate. Um, someone who just graduated. Yeah, college. your entry level job. Yeah, your entry level job. You'd be lucky if you get around twelve thousand pesos, which is that's Manila, right? Yeah. In Cebu, your entry level jobs get Eight? a maximum of about ten thousand. Uh, ten thousand yeah, pesos. Ten thousand pesos. So that's around two hundred dollars. Twelve thousand pesos is around three hundred. Right. So uh, for, 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 for the people page. for the people that are doing the math, um, one US dollar is about forty five. Yes. Pesos, forty-six pesos. At an average, it yeah. hit forty-six recently, but went down to forty-five again. Yeah. Mm. But then again, it's it's a, it's about, um, and I've mentioned this on the show, but I, I I figure since we're talking about fucking the digital divide, <laughs> it's 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 the percentage that it takes out of your monthly salary. Yes, and it's a huge chunk. Right, uh, one thousand like fifteen hundred, one thousand five hundred pesos. There's somebody that makes ten thousand pesos a month. That's a huge. That's chunk. a huge chunk of your salary. Not that I make ten thousand pesos a month. It depends on whether I have projects coming. In. <laughs> so same here because again freelance. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, because you know, it's well. That, that's how it is. It's um if 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 you're a young professional and you're making anywhere between ten to twenty thousand pesos, uh yeah, just being twenty thousand. Yeah, that's still a significant. That's around ten percent of your salary. Yeah, just for your internet, just for the in, just for your backup internet connection. Um, I'm I'm not sure how it is like in other parts of the world, like what the. Uh, Say in Thailand or yeah or or, hell, or other Southeast in, Asian countries. Hell, even in the U.S. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not sure how much. Um, what, what percentage of your sort of average monthly income of a young professional is taken by your internet connection? Yeah, say if you work nine to five at the service industry in the United States. Yeah, that's like, how much, right? Yeah, so because because it's all about the um, I, I, when when we talk about Spotify, right? The I, the reason I like Spotify is because if it's quote unquote equitable. I, I think of it as an equitable pricing model mm-hmm. where we pay 129 pesos, 130 pesos a month for Spotify premium. Like that, I can, I can get behind that. Um, our, uh, our Netflix equivalent, we have iFlix and Hook. Yeah, which is around 100. It's, it's, the, same, it's the same price. It's about 120? 130. Yeah. It's about 130 pesos a month. So, you know, it's... It's it's I, I would imagine it would be the ru- it would be roughly the same percentage taken out of your monthly or your annual income if like say you're you know fresh out of college in the United States you find a good job or you, you find a, a decent entry level job mm-hmm. you know uh, nine ten dollars a month would be plus, about the uh, same yeah plus a twenty five dollar internet connection yeah so I, I I don't know but the speeds are different. Yeah. For what we're paying. Yeah, and that's, and what they're that's paying. something that fucking pisses me off. Oh my god. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That is... Oh my god, that takes the life out of us here. Oh, I say, What was it? It was... Um, our... Our fiber connections... 20 megabits... Right now is about 5,000 pesos. Because uh, they recently lowered the price. Uh, before it was 10,000 pesos for 20 megabits. Guys, that's... Almost $200. <laughs> For 20 megabits. For 20 fucking megabits. They lowered it to around 7, 8,000 for 20 megabits. Yeah. And then they started an entry level... About 5. About 5,000 for 20 megabits. Yeah. Then they started an entry level um, 10 megabits, but you have a 50 gig limit. Yeah. And I hate that they have... But they, and I hate caps. Yeah. You, you, knows this. I hate data caps. I wouldn't mind a data cap if it were, like, reasonable. <laughs> I mean, for, for those something like with an anti-shock, I get it. Because you are being segmented out, not as a, you, you, like, if you have that data shock, anti-data shock plan, that means the network knows you are a heavy user. Yeah. And since you're a heavy user, we need, you know, we need to take a bit more out of you. Oh, because it's, you're it's using a, no. a lot. It's a, it's, it's, it's a deterrent. 
Because if you say that you have a three gigabyte plan, you're prepaying for the three gigabytes. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't read, <laughs> and um, and and the sales reps won't tell you about their anti bill shock thing unless you ask them. Mm-hmm. So for you know your average person that doesn't read and doesn't think about these things, they'll see that as a three gigabyte limit that they're not going to cross. Yeah. So that that sort of, it's a sort of a deterrent. It's like the death penalty. <laughs> but then once people start learning, it's gonna stop working. So, you know, <laughs> I I, I, but, I don't but know. But my I'm going biggest with this. problem with data caps, and this is how I explain it to my sister, who immediately understood it. It's like I'm giving you the fastest car on the autobahn, and in the middle of the autobahn, I'm gonna put a wall. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that could justify. At, at the same time, that could justify the higher prices, though, because we, um, because, because these are all generally unmetered plans, right? Like yeah. you get twenty gig, gigabit, uh, you get twenty megabits down, but then you can have that thing running the entire month, and however much you download, it's fine. Then, you don't and, hit and a data. Personally, count. I'm happy that it's not being metered. Yeah, yeah. Because the government is gonna question why is like two hundred gigs. Are you why are you using two hundred gigs every freaking day? Um, I'm uploading 4K videos on YouTube. <laughs> like they're not gonna understand that. No, say, say, like, you're moving a huge chunk of data, and what is that data? And you're not an office. What's the out of Google Fiber, ba? What's their data cap? I know they have. A, I know they have a data cap. Uh, I know they are at. I know they're 200 megabits. No, the, the, and then they uh, have, what's their data cap? Yeah. Um, 200 gigs. That's the. L- 200 gigs. That's fucking retarded. Or 2,000 gigs. I'm not sure. It, it's something I heard from Gus in Rooster Teeth. Yeah, because if when it's... When he talked about it. Because if it's in, the, if, if it's in like, terabytes, like, I... Uh, that's reasonable. Or probably 200 terabytes. Because if, if, it's, in, if it's in the terabytes... Well, that's, that's huge if it's 200 terabytes. Yeah, if it's 2 terabytes, okay, but... 2 terabytes, it's, it's most It's reasonable. Probably 2 terabytes. Right? But then, like, if you give... Yeah, it, which is 2,000 gigs. Is yeah. it? I have no idea. Yeah, it is two thousand. No math. Um, if, if we <laughs> Not do, our strongest suit. <laughs> if we do, uh, what was it? it? Was ten meg, ten megs down, fifty. Gig, fifty limit. Yeah, fifty gigabyte limit. Well, thinking about it, that's what that that's fifty. How how many? About thirty minutes of YouTube video, about an hour, mm-hmm. is, a, is is a gigabyte. Right. So if you have three people sharing an internet connection, watching an hour of YouTube a day, you hit your data cap. I was about to say that because that is my household. Yeah. Everyone in my household has a device that con- is connected to the internet. Yeah. And they complain to me every time, like. Why is the internet slow? And then what I do is I just point out my sister holding a tablet. I just point out my father. You, you're on your laptop. I'm pointing out to my mother holding a tablet. And I have three devices connected to the internet right now. So that's how many devices among four people. That's like already seven. Is my math right? No, five, six. Six people. <laughs> so I said three devices. My phone, my tablet, my computer, and sometimes my netbook. So just four. Just me. It's already four devices. Yeah. And then plus three others. So, that's gonna hit the cap just like that. Yeah. Hmm. I guess that's why I'm really averse to the cap. <laughs> Unless you can find a way. It's like, I like Bill Shop. Anti Bill Shop. Right? It's, yeah. it's reasonable. It's reasonable. Because there isn't a data cap. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if I can. Consider it reasonable. It's not technically a data cap. It's more of a, a data limit. Yeah. Because we're just gonna put humps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's speed humps. <laughs> it's not a wall in the middle of the autobahn. It's, um, we're gonna put some humps over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna put, they put a big hump at three gigabytes. And then let you go smooth again. <laughs> yeah, they'll let you go smooth again after that. So it acts as a No, return. I mean, not a hump at all the way. A tall plaza. <laughs> yeah, tall plaza. And at the end of the tall plaza, there's another freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and thus, letting your telco know that you are a heavy user. Yeah. And 
the thing is, that's already the conditions here at the capital. Yeah, and, and the big cities. And the big cities. But then, the, the thing is, the, the, the whole anti-Bill Shock thing doesn't mean shit if you drive like six hours south. You know? Exactly. You drive six hours north. Well, no, if you drive six hours north, I hear Baguio's pretty good. <laughs> like, you know, you drive like a few more hours north. Like, it becomes absolutely irrelevant. Yeah, it becomes irrelevant. But then at the same time, they don't have wired connections either. So, what, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, I mean, that's the point. Everybody here in Manila, at least, is demanding for fast internet when the rest of the country isn't even connected. When the rest of the country, ha- some people in the country hasn't even seen a computer. Third world Linux bitches. <laughs> yeah. So so what? This is uh this is is it, is, is this a critique of the greed of Imperial Metro Manila? Because I didn't think we'd go there. Um, I don't want to <laughs> show my colors that I am not a big fan of Metro Manila, <laughs> having been a Manileño for all my life. Ah oh, man. But for me, there's no alternative. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I could man. move to Cebu, but like have to learn Bisaya. Well, yeah, but then not so much though. I mean, like a lot of people there do speak English. <laughs> like, but uh, a place where I do want to move is Bohol. Yeah, Bohol is nice. Bohol is a great place. Like a ma- beautiful place. Internet is decent. <laughs> Actually, I want to move. If I would want to move anywhere in the country that is Cebu is becoming a lot more like Manila, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we have these I mean, insane fucking traffic like jams. I told, I told, I told Norm. Like, what do you think about it? He was telling me, oh, so what do you think about Cebu? Blah, blah, blah. You've been here multiple times. I'm like, yeah, um... Motorcycle. Uh, motorcycle. Anyway, I told Norm that Cebu is just like Metro Manila. Except other... It's, they're speaking another language. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the way that I describe Cebu is... Cebu is a city with the mindset of a province um, and, and, and province here meaning uh, not absolutely rural no, no, it's like provincial Carabaos and, yeah, yeah it's, it's provincial a, mindset it's not rural Carabaos and all that but then we do have that like Cebu has that that rural mindset yes it's, it's a rural mindset put in the city and that's the best way that I can describe Cebu and, but, I mean the pace of life there is still very fast no it's not really everybody's late for work because of traffic because nobody gives a shit. <laughs> because it's rural. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, you know... It, the it, rural it, mentality, oh, well, my carabao is going to take this long. So. It, 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 was, it was really weird, right? Because uh, when when I was selling real estate for... Uh, a reputable, reputable Spanish company. <laughs> Spanish-owned company. <laughs> yes. We might as well say that now. <laughs> Not Chinese. <laughs> Yeah, when I was selling real estate for them, uh, our bosses were from Manila. And they were giving a shit for not being, like, formal enough when, to us, what we were wearing to work was <laughs> formal. Like, like we didn't have ties. <laughs> you know? Like, here, I would assume... Waging all... war against leather shoes. <laughs> no, well, to be fair, we all wore leather shoes, oh, okay. right? But, like, like, like here, all of your salespeople here... Or all of your salesmen, because it's yeah. gender specific when it comes to clothing. Um, all of your salesmen have to wear ties, and um, ha- your saleswomen have to power dress at least. Yeah, they have blazers and shit. Yeah. Right? Like for us, it was it, w- it was a lot more casual, right? Like I really didn't wear a tie to work unless it was like a big event. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, not a launch, like open open house. Yeah, if, if we had an open house, fine. Yeah. Like let's wear a tie, but like on your regular. Day to day flyering and just yeah. manning the booth and yeah, like it's a it's a short sleeve shirt, <laughs> you know, with a collar buttoned down, tuck it in, <laughs> you're good, <laughs> you know. That's so it's it's just that rural sort of mentality in mm. a city. How, how did we get here? <laughs> Pace of life in the provinces is not. I mean, where do you want to move? That's I think that's where we go. Cagayan de Oro. Ah, yeah. Love to move to Cagayan de Oro. I mean, given the absolute, absolute choice, I'd go to Palawan because that's freaking El Nido, man. It's, yeah, that's true. It's paradise. But, but then also, for me, that's too much. And also, El Nido internet is low. And it's a touristy place. Well, not super touristy. T- taking into consideration as well, like, 
say if you were to find a job, for example, I'd love to move to Cagayan de Oro, maybe Davao, like some yeah. places in Mindanao. Ba? You know, the language is the same as the language in Cebu. Oh shit, speaking of languages, we have to talk about the question that Ocelot gave us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's a nice segue, by the way. I want to give you points for that. Ten points for a good segue. Ten points to Hufflepuff because I identify. Well, what's as the actual question though? Like, if if there, <laughs> we have to read it up. Okay. Uh, uh, what do you call that? It, it was something about localization of Firefox OS. If it's gonna be in Tagalog. Yeah, well, local local language. I'm, I'm not sure what he means though, but because um. Okay, I'm gonna look up the question again. Yeah, just read just 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 read out the question. Wow. <laughs> but right now, they're going to witness in real time third world internet. Are you, but are you, are you connected to the... the, the yeah, here. <laughs> That's why they're going to... Error occurred. <laughs> I'll, use my, I'll use my phone. I'll use my phone. Yeah, also, one of our Faithful 14 like, threw out a question like three days ago on our Firefox OS video. Yeah. Well, actually... I would. He's a. Uh, if I remember correctly, he's the guy that speaks Nahuatl. Nahuatl. That has that, and um, it's not a click language, right? It's it's not it's not a click. It it it, it has um what's called uh, oh, shit, I forgot what it's called, but like um, some sort of inflection. Uh, it's uh, it's when you 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 sort of let the air pass through the side of your cheeks, or in, in the inside of your cheek. Um, no idea how that's a, made. It's it's a fricative. It's a. Oh, there you go. Right. It's it's a shit. It's a lateral fricative. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> it's called a lateral fricative, where you have uh, a fricative is where you um, where you don't stop the flow of air, mm-hmm. but you uh, impede the flow of air. So like an F sound is a fricative because you have a little bit of air coming mm-hmm. out. Whereas like a, a B or a P, that's a that's a stop because you stop air from coming out. Uh-huh. So uh, a fricative, uh, a, a lateral fricative, is where the inside of your cheek um, impedes the flow of air. So it sort of sounds like the uh, nerd from uh, Robot Chicken. Oh yeah, George Lucas. George Lucas. The yeah, yeah that, that sound. That's a that's a lateral fricative, yeah. and um, Nawat has it. Nawat, something like that. Yeah. Where's that spoken here? No, no, it's not here. It's a, oh. it's a South American language. It it, oh, okay. it, it is what um, the Aztecs spoke, I think, or the Incas or something. Whoa. So so before Spain came into yeah, that was yeah, that was their Spain language. Came, yes, and there's, there's like a, it's, it's a dying language, but there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a revival going on oh that's cool yeah and um wait so much for off tangent <laughs> yeah well you know because we're vamping there you go that's the term I'm looking for <laughs> we're vamping and compensating for the slow internet if you have marked I should have said okay start your timers we're gonna try to connect and find that <laughs> no, okay. well, I'm gonna be cutting out some of the silences anyway uh, really with all this ambient noise yeah some of it is gonna come out right I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting language, actually. Wait, what, are we gonna answer this question? Though? Yeah, <laughs> We're eventually. We're gonna have to eventually when we get there. Yes, uh, Firefox OS, right? Firefox OS and localization sorts. Um, the, the the by the way, the big contribution of Nawat to the English language is the word chocolate. Oh, because chocolate was pretty much from South America. And yeah, the word chocolate in Nahuatl has an L at the end, which is the lateral fricative. Okay, here we go. Uh, fucking comment section. <laughs> Where is the comment section? Slide. Yeah. It's not there? Uh, keep vamping. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost. So, uh, on, uh, YouTube. I can't connect properly to the internet. <laughs> I'm also at YouTube. We should have prepared this question. <laughs> How very unprofessional of us. We're sorry. Yeah, I can't connect. I can't. For the life of me. For the life of me, I can't connect. Hey, what am I doing on the desktop? What? How do you... Yeah, mobile version. There we go. But the thing is, 
Is there Tagalog? Yeah, there's a Tagalog Firefox OS, right? I'm not sure. I mean, not OS, but um, there's a Tagalog Firefox browser, browser yeah. translation. Yeah, yeah. Like localization. But I'm not sure about the Firefox OS. You know what? I have a Firefox phone. <laughs> yeah, I can, you know? Yeah. Okay. Because it's my only phone. <laughs> Alright. Who's not sending messages, uh, whose messages are only sent like after four days. Which I am not sure is it a problem of. It like, might providing? be the network, yeah. Because, like, Nikki's also been having trouble sending texts out. Four days? That's extreme. Well, yeah. Like that 80s hair metal band, or whatever. Hair metal? That's like uh, Super Illusion the X Games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he. Uh... Why is it? It's playing, yay! Yeah. It's another view. Um, he says, I, f- I forgot to ask last time, but are there any efforts to translate the OS into the regional languages? I know the browser itself has been translated into a few indigenous languages. So he's, I, I think he's speaking specifically of um, not Tagalog. No, not Tagalog, of course. Right, because I'm sure there's like something in Tagalog. But like the, the, the regional languages, so do you have them in Cebuano, do you have them in Hiligaynon, do you have them in any of those other languages? And I have no idea, probably not. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna check the languages Right now um, Right here, it's just select And then I have no idea what the other languages are Okay, yeah Those are Indian languages Because oh, that one cause, uh, I'm familiar with how Burmese language looks like We're familiar with how Korean Yeah, and, yeah like, But And I'm also uh, It's probably seen, Tamil It's probably Tamil Yeah, I was about to say Tamil is like one of them looks Tamil. Yeah, there. I, I'm not. I'm so, not sure. And I'm not sure if you can download. Then, when it comes to like localization, especially for the Philippines, I, I would think that a lot of these bigger companies or a lot, a lot of companies don't view um, localization to like a lot of Philippine languages as being very important because we do have a lot of English speakers here. Yes. And at most, they just aim for Tagalog and yeah. that's Philippines to them. Yeah. But like say, um, Google, for example, has like Cebuano. They have, mm-hmm. they have Google and Cebuano. But then the people that, pe- people at the office don't use Google, Google in Cebuano. Huh. We don't use Google in Tagalog. I don't use Google in Tagalog. I use it in English anyway. Yeah, but then, but then um, the other end of the, the, the argument on the other side is that's a way to uh, what's it that, that's a way to uh, increase your decrease the digital divide at least within the Philippines yeah but that's the job of the local Google yeah because of course more users translates to more searches more searches translates to more sales yeah 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 and if someone from rural Visayas would use Google, but I say use DuckDuckGo instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's DuckDuckGo that. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be a bit off tangent again. It's nice to know that Brian Lunduk is a mere mortal. Okay. He failed his. Uh, he went back huh? when he when he finally accomplished it. He finally accomplished um, removing Google in his life. But, but then, then LinuxCon happened. Uh, ah, yeah. So what is he gonna do? He's gonna put out his Nokia M9 for pictures. Why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> and, but how are you gonna translate Twitter and all yeah, that? That's so true. That's he resorted to whipped out his um, Nvidia Shield. Uh-uh. so that's an Android. Yeah. That's breaking his Google vows, and then they have to do bad voltage, which they do again, just like us via Google Hangouts. Yeah, a system that they've been at for how long? So they, yeah, yeah. so he was kind of forced into it, but not by necessity. But for me, it's a recognition of, as much as we give Google flack, it's good tech. <laughs> yeah, it's just unfortunate that it comes at the expense of privacy. Uh, yeah. Or, I wouldn't know though privacy, because. A lot of this stuff that, that, that Google takes from you is sort of knowable by the world anyway. In, in yeah, it depends on what you're going to put in your data anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it, it's not so much privacy. I, 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 the, the thing that bothers me about Google isn't the fact 
that they like fuck with your privacy. It's that they take away your choice to be private. Ah, uh, that's the disturbing part. Yeah, that's that's it. Because you know, privacy is. There wasn't very much privacy prior to like the 1600s, I guess. You know. I mean, there wasn't very much privacy. Like when you look at when you look at Roman baths and shit. Like if you look at their bathrooms, <laughs> like they had they had common bathrooms. Yeah, open. And, and their common bathrooms were like you know yeah, it had a line of people sitting next to each other taking a dump. Yeah. So there there wasn't very much privacy at the time. It's it's a fairly like modern kind of concept. Um, and I'd like to say very American. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Part of your liberties. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And that's something interesting that I like think about. Um, I, I have this theory that, like the the more, like the, the denser your population density, mm-hmm. naturally the less private things are, right? Yeah. And like the more people are assholes. Because uh, I really don't know, but that's how, like. Like people in Metro Manila, fucking assholes. Like yeah. I was about to say, just head to Manila, Quiapo area where everything's cramped. One of the densest places on earth. Yeah. Like oh, they say Hong Kong and in Mumbai. Well, we're right there. If you've been to freaking Manila. Yeah. Um. Say like when I go to like 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 the last time I was in the last time I was in the U.S. The mm-hmm. people in Chicago were nicer than the people in New York. <laughs> You know, like the people. <laughs> I guess Chicago is a big city with only three million people. Yeah, so it's it's you know it's it's, it's population density. Um, I, I don't know what we're talking about. Population densities and how they equate to people being dicks, being dicks, privacy and privacy. privacy. Yeah. But the problem, my problem is, I want to be in control again. It relates to the freedoms. Yeah, yeah. You're the one. I I want to be the one who is in control of my data, of my information, rather than some overseeing corporation. Right. That, that's something really interesting, though. He's like, that that isn't like like you were saying. It's it's very American. Like it isn't it isn't a very Asian like like Asian values mm-hmm. don't really value freedom. It's interesting to to think about. Mm-hmm. That like yes, on paper we do value our freedom, but then at the same time, um, we kind of like being told what to do by older people. Yeah, because Mandala system and yeah, everything was uh, our political systems here were wholly different. Yeah, but it's and and it's something that's um, common throughout Asia. Like you have these very uh, you have these very rigid hierarchical family structures, and it translates to. Government mm-hmm. it translates to the, the the corporate world, and I, I would think that um, it translates to the internet habits of people. Like we don't really mind that fucking Google is being all the big, big brother. brother, yeah. Yeah. Which to me is kind of problematic, but then that's because I was educated in a Western educational system, <laughs> you know, former colony, <laughs> former U.S. Japan. Spain and for six days British. <laughs> yeah, but then we disowned like our Japanese heritage, so it's like, yeah, but they were here for only three years. Yeah, which is pretty, which is which is interesting that like culturally, I, I think we're a lot more similar to the Japanese. That was their old propaganda during the time. Yeah, which is the World Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that interesting. Why are you following them when they're far away? When we have your best interests at heart, that was your propaganda. If I could remember my history correctly, hmm. more or less. Well, I wish well, it was also... Asia for the Asians. Yeah, that was the big battleground yeah. at the time. When, when I wish they also influenced our, you know, internet connection speeds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, because right. that sure sells something that Americans didn't send here. <laughs> yeah. We are from Singapore. <laughs> Malaysians. Oh. I, I wouldn't. The know. other company is getting it from Malaysia. Okay, but then but the then, other but one. Then is... the wired connections, because I, I I remember that there was a thing about like building out the wired infrastructure, but then one of the companies didn't want to build out 
that infrastructure mm-hmm. at the time called the long distance company of this country <laughs> was, was it was it them though that didn't yes. want to build out the, the infrastructure yes. because they were too fucking um, what's it like arrogant to think yes. that like oh yeah this yeah. internet thing isn't gonna go anywhere yeah okay That's why what they were espousing was everybody should just have telephones, right? Yeah, you remember like that? copper connections and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, and hardly anybody needs landline anymore, except if you're a business. Yeah, and even those are fucking wireless. <laughs> and even those prefer to interact via email. Yeah. Well, welcome to the third world. <laughs> But at the end of the day. I think you know. As long as for me personally, that's why we we like the show and like doing the show, is again that dream. That, that, that my all my forever dream is a public school somewhere in the Cordillera region, upper north, twelve hours away from Metro Manila. Yeah. <laughs> to see a kid there whose life gets blown away, not by communists. <laughs> But by the amazing amount of information and possibilities that he can get through technology and the internet, yeah, made possible by Linux. That's that's a dream. <laughs> Let this motorcycle pass by. <laughs> well, we just contemplate the depth of that statement. <laughs> wow. We should we should look up companies who do that. Yeah. Or if you ever know someone, at least here in the Philippines, or even so, perhaps get in touch with us. Yeah, yeah. we we were just curious of like the challenges it takes, or yeah. how they do their things, and like what what can be contributed to make it better. Oh, by the way, um, to like everybody that's listening, mm-hmm. uh, it's no, don't, don't. Well, full disclosure, uh huh, we're pretty fucking middle class. <laughs> oh shit, we're middle class as fuck. Right, <laughs> so, so, so we aren't like the we, we aren't in the dregs of yeah poverty here. So. I don't need to wade through uh, rice paddies just to get to work. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, well, my my residence is a former rice paddies. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's it's not. Would it be? It's kind of disingenuous, I think, if, if we like say like you know, hey, we're like really poor and stuff because. Truth be told, we're not. We're not. We're we're fairly middle class, but given that technology isn't priced according to the percentage that it takes out of your monthly salary, mm-hmm. if we think about a globalized world, uh, if if we had like this one big world, whatever yeah. thing, world economy of sorts, and yeah, we're straddling the poverty line. <laughs> As like middle class people in the third world, yeah. it's interesting to think about. Yeah, if you equalize across the entire planet, yeah, fine, we're still middle class, but we're in the lower rungs of middle class. Perhaps, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I wouldn't know. But then again, again, going back, culture here in this country has a different way of measuring even socio economic classes. Yeah, because here, if you're titled, you're rich. That has been the tradition. Wait, titled as in like sir? No, not sir. I mean, you're landed. Land, landed. There you go. Yeah, you're landed. If very you're landed, feudal, no. No, we're very, very feudal. feudal. If you have lands, you're rich. You are um, the alta sociedad. Yeah. High society. I mean. Yeah. Because uh, they're the ones who own crops. I mean, if you go back colonial. Pre-col- uh, post no not colonial era <laughs> yeah the colonial era so the colonial era it was the 1500s up until 1944 four, five oh a bit later anyway anyway <laughs> if you're titled it means you own lands you own if you're landed if you're landed no if you're landed because titled refers to sir <laughs> I would think uh, if you're if you have lands there you go if you own lands you own farms You own, which means you own food, which means you manage all of those, and then you need to uh, manage people as well, and they, all of them rely to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so I guess that's why we still have communists, <laughs> <laughs> because the struggle is real. I don't know, <laughs> and they trust the struggle. <laughs> oh man, so it's uh... case in point. We still don't have Voyager right now. <laughs> um. And this would be a really good segue, I think, uh, if 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 you have any thoughts 
Um, so say if you're, you know, yeah, if you have any thoughts on talking about if you're a third worlder, a former Spanish colony, perhaps. <laughs> if you have any thoughts on this, if or you fine, if anything. you want to be global about it, former Dutch colonies, <laughs> they also went all over the world, man, and the British, yeah, and former the British colonies, uh, the Portuguese, yes, the Portuguese. We're looking at you, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Who else were the big colonists? The British, the Dutch, the Spanish. Mm. You want to say the Germans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Germans had um, Africa, the French. Oh yeah, French is a big colony. The, the, the Fr- yeah, French. They had like. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, Voyager is a French distro, right? Yes, they're, yeah, they're French distro. Mm. Um, Italy had some colonies, but like, you know, it's, they're not the big four colonies. <laughs> well, I, I mean, oh, it, it it depends on the era. Yeah. Again, Russia is a huge as colonizer. Yeah, so if, if you have any thoughts, if you disagree with us, or if you have anything to add to the conversation, uh, send us an email, contact at channel14.com. And at channel14.com, there's also a contact form. Yeah, there's a little contact form, a little drop down, just click on Third World Linux, send us a. Yeah, send us there, we'll, we'll see what you. Read it out on the show, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, we're on Google Plus. Yep. Which I don't really use very much, but then, I, you know, like me personally. Uh, yeah. What else? I, I what really, else? I really yeah. want to get into Google Plus, but it's just empty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> aside, but who, do you know who I follow on Google Plus? A bunch of tech people. Yeah, that's sort of what Google Plus is. It's like the hangout of the tech people. Yeah. <laughs> but then we aren't technology professionals. Exactly. But then it's also like a really interesting insight. And that's something that I, th- I think that we. Anyway. Yeah. Let's let's save it for another time. Yeah. Uh, or the off tangent maybe. No, but that's still pretty that's on tangent. Still pretty off tangent. <laughs> Because uh, why did why did Google Plus didn't work on the third world? Because of our going well at least at least with the anyway, let's continue with our <laughs> um, final closing spiels. Yeah, final closing spiels that will not last up to fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, because we're running out of battery on this thing. What do we, uh, Twitter's? Yeah, we're on the Twitters at, at Third World Linux and at CH fourteen. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes or whatever, uh, leave a rating. Yeah, and leave a us comment. a review. It, we really appreciate that. Um, or you know, wh- wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe. You probably already know to do that. Otherwise, <laughs> you wouldn't be hearing us. <laughs> if you're share on, it to your friends. Yeah, share it to your friends, dude. This is like, hey, I hear you like technology. Listen to these guys, because you know, they. They rarely talk about technology. Well, they like technology. <laughs> they they talk about colonies a lot. <laughs> and sometimes sounds of languages. <laughs> yes. So yeah, um, for podcasts and stuff, just check out channel14.com. Yep. You know, I have this really... Oh, okay, I, I thought we were going to end there, but go ahead. No, I, mean, I, was, I was like like a last thing to say. Uh, you know, the off-tangent, something or the other. Mm-hmm. But then I can't remember anymore. What you want to say? Yeah. I always wanted to close out with uh, do everything for love. Oh, no, shit. I remember what it was. Okay. Keep on Linuxing. (laughs) And do things for love.